When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Joseph L. Flatley, and you are listening to Failed State Update, and this is being released on a special day, August 24th, 2021. The release date of my new book, New Age Grifter, The True Story of Gabriel of Urantia and His Cosmic Family. The book is being released by Farrell House, a classic indie publisher based in uh, Port Townsend, Washington, and it's the product of years of work, so I'm very excited In short, it's the story of a New Age community commune, often referred to as a cult, led by a guy from Pittsburgh named Tony Delavan. But now he lives in southern Arizona, and he calls himself Gabriel Fiorancha. And he's gathered followers, amassed wealth, and is living the good life. But there is a whole community of people who have left who would say that he has exploited them. So in New Age Grifter, I tell their story and just kind of give the backstory to what is really an interesting phenomenon. And if you like true crime, books about cults and conspiracy theories, or just real human stories, I think you would love it. So if you want to check the book out, you can purchase it now on Amazon or bookshop.org. And for more info, check out my webpage, LennyFlatley.net. Kind of the first step in my writing this book was actually an eight-part investigative podcast called The So-Called Prophet from Pittsburgh. It aired in 2020 and uh, gives a lot of insight, I think, into the human beings that were wrapped up in Gabriel and his community. It's available now, and I'll put a link in the show notes. But in the meantime, I want you to check out the first episode of the podcast, which I am going to play for you right now. And when you're done, be sure to pick up my book, New Age Grifter, the true story of Gabriel of Urantia and his cosmic family. Hello, my name is Joseph L. Flatley, and I'm a journalist based in Pittsburgh. In my work, I spend a lot of time exploring fringe subcultures. Internet con artists, satanic panic pseudotherapists, and flat earthers, to name a few. Recently, I've been getting to know ex-members of a new religious movement in Arizona called the Global Community Communications Alliance. The GCCA is led by a self-described holy man named Gabriel of Urantia. Gabriel leads a community of 100 people, calls himself the next planetary prince. But it wasn't always this way. He started out life as Tony Delavan from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 
But according to his own autobiography, after two traumatic divorces and the death of a seven-year-old daughter, he began to hear voices. He went to Los Angeles to be a musician, and when that failed, he says, the voices grew stronger. Divine administration is the name that they typically use within the community to explain what's happening there. They consider it a training school. They consider it training grounds for the shift that's going to happen um, once the adjudication swiftly takes hold of the planet, that they will be teaching people how to walk, think, and be. So these people that are being trained in the community will turn around and train other people. What was it like growing up thinking that the world was going to end and then it didn't? I remember being really young and truly believing I wouldn't live to be 18. I just couldn't imagine life after 18. I was like, there's just no way I'm not going to live. Or there's just going to be something really big that's going to happen, like Jesus can return. And then 18 came and I was like, oh my God, like life is just normal and continuing and nothing has happened. And then there was the Y2K that happened. We prepared for that. We bunkers and uh, lots and lots of cans of food and gallons of beans and rice and time is getting shorter until y2k if you want to be sure your family and loved ones weather the potential y2k storm of delays shortages or interruptions of services then now is the time to stock up on emergency supplies and a home food reserve we were ready we really thought that that was going to be a big event and nothing happened <laughs> I first heard about Gabriel in the spring of 2016, when a friend introduced me to a video on YouTube, a live performance of the song Energy Master by Gabriel's musical group, Talius Van and the Brighton Morning Star Band. It was terrible. And I was hooked. This song, I wrote more toward the Energy Master because, again, this is another time in my life when I wanted things to move on a little faster, you know, things were just going too slow. Energy master, your desire is what I'm after. His voice is pure mad magic. He sold over 10 albums worldwide. Of course, we are talking about Talius Van and the Bright Morning Star Band. Hey, Mr. Song and Dance Man. Is it all by chance, man? All his unforgettable songs. And all your Talius Van fan favorites. Sedona Sunrise brings dreams to realize. Sedona Sunrise and love creates a song. Gabriel has a name for people who have fled the compound. He calls them the Negative Network. Laird Scott is one member of the network. From March 2008 until June 2015, he was the sound guy for Gabriel's band. He was also present when the guru would channel Paladin and the other space aliens that spoke through him. Oh, they would tell you about the destruction coming to the planet and how bad it is. And then they would even confront different people in the community about bad things they did. 
The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. No? Um, so well, who is Paladin? You know, I know some people think like there's voices being beamed into Tony's head from a, a remote source. I can't prove or disprove that. I think, you know, that's a theory that, um, or, you know, is he a multiple personality that somehow, you know, he's getting these things out of his brain. Like if you ask me to put my money on one of them, like, you know, is he a demon? Is he a remote um, monitoring CIA, you know, mind control project? Is Gabriel just really that smart and just pretends not to be? Those, do you think those are the three choices? <laughs> and um, what are you he- hearing about Gabriel and his group specifically? That Gabriel is very rich, that he controls millions of dollars, that the people work for little if any meaningful compensation and in my experience when you have free labor you can you can build up quite quite a lot of equity in property and in businesses and so what i've heard over the years is gabriel just getting richer and richer that is controlling more and more money more and more assets and uh, that he has become uh, increasingly harsh as he's grown older, which I think is typical of of some extreme uh, cult leaders, uh, that they are affected by the bubble effect themselves. That is, that they're constantly being praised, they're constantly being fawned on and obeyed without question, and they become uh, delusional. Uh, they disconnect from from the reality of who they were or are, and they believe their own mythology. They believe, yes, I am the Messiah. I am uh, in communication with beings from another planet. I am the exclusive channel for a higher power because there's no one there to say, come on, Tony, come on, it's me. You're from Pittsburgh. Get over it. You know, there's just there's just no accurate feedback. I've chosen many lifetimes to come back here to help the human race. If God wants me to be here another 50, 100 years, whatever Father wants, but at some point, I think I'd be happier living on another high world, you know? And I think that it would be our, my destiny, and Leon's destiny, and all of our destinies is okay. to get off a lower world and go to a higher one. For the last year, I have driven around the country, meeting members of the Negative Network and hearing their stories. I've also interviewed cult experts and people who knew Gabriel before he was a so-called prophet. And at one point, I even traveled to Arizona to see the group for myself. Would you like to share anything? Um, I feel like I'm on the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs>
The result of all this work is a seven-part investigation, which I'm calling the so-called Prophet from Pittsburgh. According to its ex-members, the GCCA is, by every estimation, a destructive cult. People who join lose their possessions, their relationships, and even their identities. Some have been abused sexually. Aside from an episode of NBC's Dateline program in 1998 and a few write-ups in the regional press, no one has really told the absurd, sordid tale of Gabriel of Urantia, the so-called prophet from Pittsburgh. Until now. Coming up in this season of The So-Called Prophet from Pittsburgh. He lived like a king. Yeah. And we were living like the, like the worst poverty I've ever lived. Well, I just remember him being verbally abusive, telling my brother that he was stupid, a baby, a crybaby, just that he was glad that we weren't his kids. So we as mortals, we will traverse eternity um, and eventually become perfect. It will take millions of years. And when we become perfect, um, we meet God. I was misrepresented by the 1% corporate media, NBC Dateline, because I began to speak out against consumerism and materialism. 